Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I went to a wedding this weekend. I had a plus one, a date, and my date ended up picking up a, a girl, essentially, while we were at the wedding together. So- I gotta be honest. I was not expecting this from this weekend. I thought, because this I is a guy either. that used to date at one point, and I thought maybe you guys were like going to rekindle some sort of romance. What happened? Okay, so backstory... Uh, yes, this is a guy that I used to, I, I guess you could say we used to date. We used to go out together. We hung out for quite a bit. Mm. He's gone to a, a wedding with me in the past. He's a good guy. But at the end of the day, we are just friends. And mm. he came to town, to Cincinnati, the other week and asked if he could take me to dinner. Mm. And I'm like, sure. And we had fun. And then I thought, you know what? Would you like to go with me to a, a wedding in Indiana? Because that's where he lives. Yeah. And be my plus one, be my date. And he's like, sure. So... So what happened when we get to the wedding, we are sitting at a table and the discussion came up of if there were any single guys at the wedding, there was a single girl at our table and she was curious and she's like, I heard that there's only one single guy here and he's not cute. And I was like, well, that's not true. There's another single guy right here. My date, Emil's single. His name is Emil. I'm like, Emil is single. And she's like, I saw her eyes kind of light up and she's like, oh, okay. Like she was confused a bit. You know, she was just like, wait a second. I thought he was your man. Yeah. Yeah. But then after I said that, I noticed the way that she was looking at my date, the way that she was talking to him. You know, she was clearly flirting. And then I noticed that my date, I could kind of see that he also was a a little bit into her. I'm like, okay, interesting, but whatever. Was this bothering you? No, it was not bothering me because I brought him there as a friend. I'm the one who made it clear that he was single. I I didn't have to do that, but I did. So then there was a moment when I'm on the dance floor with my date and then I I walk away for a bit. The moment I walked away, that girl, I see her immediately go to him. And I see them, I'm kind of like observing from afar and I see them laughing and they're flirting, you know, the hand on the arm. And then I see them exchange numbers. Oh. I'm like, okay, what? no problem. Like I'm, I'm all good. And then I I went over there a while later. She walks away. Like, she doesn't want to be around me, it it felt like. Like, maybe she felt shy that she was hitting on my date, I guess. And I asked my date, I'm like, do you guys get each other's numbers? I could tell that you you were kind of feeling each other. He's like, yeah. Uh, And he felt a little weird. He was like, well, I want to be respectful of you. And I'm like, have at it. It's all good. So strange. And that was sort of the end of it. She had to leave early with her group of friends. Where does she live? She lives near him 
in oh, Indiana. Okay, well, that's convenient. So they live close by. Mm. And yeah, he, I mean, well, that, that was it. Like he and I left together. He's the one who drove me to the wedding. And I just told him that if anything comes of it, I would like details. And I would also like the credit for hooking them up. Whoa. Man, you're very good at separating... You could flip that switch of like emotions off with like, cause clearly if this person's your ex, you had emotions and feelings for this person at some point and you invited them to go to a wedding. So it's like, there's gotta be a little something there. And then you were just like, nah, he's free. Yeah. You, you know what? Ahead. Yeah. What would that do? What would me being jealous? What would that do for anyone? He lives close to her. They obviously had a spark. They were feeling it. And yeah, but what if I'm you not two had a spark? Well, then I, but I don't didn't. know, but we didn't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I was never interested in making a relationship with him. Well, you were at one point. At one point, but that was years ago. So I wasn't wow. interested. That's not why I asked him to the wedding. I wasn't expecting to like yeah. fall in love with him. Uh, so what would that do? Yeah, you're just I better just, being friends with exes than I am. I don't, yeah, I, I get along with my exes, but I don't, I never, I don't think I've ever, ever hung out with an ex in my entire life. Really? Ever. I ran into one one time and it was awkward. She was with her new person and it was cordial and it was nice, but I have never hung out with an ex and I don't know what that would be like. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see a problem with it. I really don't get those jealous feelings if there's mm. no reason for them to be there. I'm well, happy for him. for him. Yeah, she seemed like a nice girl. Wow. My my girlfriends were on your side. They were like, how are you okay with this? <laughs> they must think like, yeah, me and your girlfriends think alike, apparently. <laughs> You're your own breed of something. It's I don't fine. know. It's got its ups, though. I mean, there's some perks to the way you are. Yeah, there's you know? no hard feelings. My identical twin brother has requested a little bit of your time on the air today, Anna. Okay. Because he wants to tell you something that he's been hanging on to for a couple of weeks since he and I... Went to Cedar Point. Yeah. Something happened. And he even said when it happened, he's like, I got to tell Anna about that. But there's not been any time. I love it. A little bit of dirt. So Joey's on the phone. Joey's my identical twin. He's down in Tennessee right now. Joey, I don't think this is a good idea, but I'm going to give you the floor. Go ahead and tell Anna what you have to tell her. We were at a restaurant and uh, Jesse could not find a bathroom. But like, as you might imagine, like our hands were gross from riding roller coasters and there's no like sanitizer anywhere so i guess the bathroom was too far away so jesse i was going back inside the restaurant and i saw him by the like soda like the fountain machine i'm like what is he doing i go in he's got his finger on the water tab and he's washing his hands in the fountain machine <laughs> what yeah Ew, that did happen. Were other people there? I mean, not. <gasps> there was nobody in line at the time, but. It doesn't matter. You know, I had walked all around this restaurant and I was irritated because I'm like, my gosh, like we're trying to like eat food here. And, and I asked employees, I'm like, do you have any hand sanitizer? And they're like, nope, you're going to have to walk a couple hundred feet that way to find a bathroom. And I was hangry and I was cranky. And I'm like, oh you know what? God. You, you brought this upon yourself. No. You know, what you know what professionals do? They take napkins and they and they wet them. They dampen them. And then they wipe their hands off like it's like a like a wet nap. I, a jo wet wipe. Yes. Joey, I have done that. I would agree with you. Or, Jesse, I'm sorry. You are better off eating your chicken without washing your hands than you are infecting the entire fountain drink machine for well, every single first person of all, first of all, the that's going through the there. Water, the water didn't 
go up back up into the machine or anything. It was just but it like, went down below. You're well, splashing yeah, your germs all over. There's a lot over. of things that go below ice. No, uh, so. you're felt, you are splashing your germs all up around the fountain machine. So I mean, you're like, I want my hands clean. Screw everyone who's going to drink I out will, of this. I will say, you know what, Anna? I'll agree with you. It was not an ideal situation. What? I'm yeah, shocked. So I decided that I would walk the 50 extra steps he to did. find a restroom. Joey did. And, Joey uh, made me look bad. And I'm like, huh. I can't, like, I'm shocked right now. And Jesse, you play this whole, like, I'm a good guy, follow the rules card all the time. Yep. But you only do is- until it gets to the point where it's not going to... It got in the way. Yeah. It got in the way. Following the rules got in the way, so you said screw it. I did say screw it, yeah. Yeah, or you could have poured water in a cup and then poured the water on your hand. Anything. There were so many options. If anything, this just goes to show, like, the hanger is real. I make make rash decisions when I'm... Yeah, he's so whiny, too. Yeah, Uh, tell me about it. I work with this guy. And then we're sitting there... Then we're sitting there trying to enjoy like a flight of like uh, daiquiris or frozen or whatever, just trying to relax in the AC. He's like, hey, we need to be back out. Need to be back out riding by three. And I go, (laughs) I'm chill. Like I'm on a one day vacation. We're overlooking Lake Erie. Can you slow your roll? He's like, I'm just saying we've been in here for a long time. You know, we spent a lot. Like we need to get it back out there, you know, top thrill or whatever. And I'm like, I'm, that really annoyed me. Yeah, Joey, Joey really... stopped talking to me at one point. And the thing is, my problem was we had already taken like two breaks at that point. It's a vacation. I, it's a va- it was a one-day vacation. And I'm just trying to enjoy a little spiked drink with my bro. And you're like watching your clock and setting a timer or something. I did. God. This is how he is like at work, too. He's, this is he's constant with the clock. That's just a thing. <laughs> So I just wanted to get the most. We each spent 250 bucks on everything to go to that park. And I was like, okay, if you add up all the breaks we've already taken, we're at like an hour and a half of breaks at this. It ain't no fun if you can't enjoy yourself. Yeah, who cares? God, what are you? Goodbye. Whoa. No. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> He's like, okay, conversation over. Thank God. I'm afraid what he was going to go into next. Well, you should be afraid of what he's already revealed. That's Listen, no, I you d- can't make an can excuse. I agree? Can I, can I say right now? Sure. I shouldn't have done that. And even in the moment I was like, this is wrong. You're better than this, Jesse, but, but you're not, I, you I it. still did it. And, um, would I have not done that if I thought about it? I don't know. Oh my gosh. So I would stop talking if I were you, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think you are digging yourself in a deeper hole. Put some hand sanitizer around. That's all I ask. Just you would think at a place like that. Like, let's go back. Remember, like three years ago, when you would just trip over hand sanitizer everywhere. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sure. Let's, let's, let's get back to that. But little. in the meantime, we'll just infect everyone else with our germs no, if it a, makes us that's clean. That's a bit far, I think. I think that's, that's what you far. did. Now, the hanger thing I realize is a problem. I will never <laughs> trust fountain drinks ever again. Oh, wow. Someone's on the phone. Are you calling to yell at Jesse? Uh, okay. I'm a little disgusted. Oh. Not, mm-hmm. not going to lie. But I've been listening to B105 for decades. And, I, and I'm just surprised that you don't have a small bottle of hand sanitizer in your pocket. You know what's so funny? Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'm also surprised that I don't have a small bottle of hand sanitizer. It's because I just didn't. I don't try to carry a bunch of things around when I'm at amusement parks because you got to, like, take it out of your pockets for all the roller coasters. Um, I keep plenty in my truck. You could ask Anna. Yes. Um, maybe you'd better get yourself a fanny pack. Maybe i better do that. I very much agree with you on this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was at Disney World carrying around a fanny pack mm-hmm. with all the crap in it. You know, it's the thing that moms do. You I've just- talked... I have been I against fanny packs. Fanny pack. I've been against fanny packs for a very long period of time, and I, I don't know. May, maybe if I want things both ways, maybe I need to start carrying a fanny pack. Around. You can carry it. Yeah, There's like pack or like the, the little sling backpack, you know, like, like, a like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got plenty of those. Well, for guys, like, there's a cool way you can wear the fanny pack, Jesse. Like, you kind of put it almost like you would, like, a satchel, like, around one shoulder. And then you kind of have, like, the fanny in front. So it's not around your waist. And that's, like, the stylish way that guys wear them. So you can get away with it now. It's a fashionable piece now. Yeah, guess what else I can store in there? I I could also store... My hanger bars. A granola bar. My hanger nuts. Yeah, granola sanitizer. Bar, hand sanitizer. What else little, do I need on a consistent basis? Maybe like basis? a bottle of water in there. Bottle of water. There we go. Oh, mm. Someone See, get I'm me a fanny pack. solving all of your problems right you, now. Honestly, you've been very helpful. There you go. All right. Hey, well, no problem. Bye, guys. All right. Thank See you. See ya. Bye-bye. You also saw something happen at a fountain drink machine at an amusement park. They were out of ice, and someone picked the ice up from where you washed your hands. You would have washed your hands and put it in a cup and then drink it. Oh, no. Wait. So, wait. I'm confused. Somebody, well, did somebody saw an extra ice cube laying in the tray in the fountain like pot? So they were completely out of ice. So if you hit the ice button, they were out of ice. But all the ice was at the bottom, like where the pop would fill, like where your water would have filled. And someone took that ice and put it in their cup and then put pop in it. I would never Absolutely, do that. Absolutely. I cannot believe people are. in there. Because that's what makes me think of it all now. Right. You're making a good point. That's pretty gross. I, oh, my gosh. I would never do that. But I you know what, though? <laughs> That person deserves all the germs that are coming to them. Like, that's completely their... I do not feel bad for them. Like, that's... Uh, that's gross. That's nasty. Yeah, so are you, Jesse, washing Anna, your hands in the fountain machine. Exactly. I simply wet my hands down, got a little moisture on them, and then I went outside and I, I grabbed a napkin afterwards no, and dried them off. You <laughs> oozed your germs in the fountain <laughs> drink machine. Oh, uh, no, oh that's gross. gross. I am packing bottled waters everywhere I go. Like, there's just no room for fountain drinks anymore. (laughs) Oh, I agree. I agree. All right. All right. We got to go. Have a good day. See ya. Mm, We had ourselves a little football game yesterday afternoon. Not a good one.
Not, oh, wow. So Anna told me, Anna is not a massive sports fan, not a massive football fan, doesn't, correct me if I'm wrong, Anna, but um, you don't really, uh, you don't really know what's going on for the most part. I'm a, yes, I am a fan, Mm. but I don't understand the game or the sport for all sports. But I'm still a fan, and I love to be a part of it, and I'm trying to learn football specifically. And I've been trying to train you over the last year or so. Um, So if I gave you the task, Anna, of uh, giving a sports report based on the game, which we lost yesterday afternoon. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If Hold on. Let me get some. Based on your knowledge that I've given you about football touchdowns and downs and field goals and extra points and all the things. And just based on general knowledge of the Cincinnati Bengals, can you give me like a 30 to 45 second sports report yesterday uh, from what happened yesterday? Maybe for somebody that didn't catch the game. So I was actually prepared. Uh, I wrote out my sports report. You did. So here we go. And I'll get so on this, my... Is this your first ever sports report in yeah, history? I didn't even really... I've n- I don't think I've ever watched a sports report. So I had to kind of like Google like, oh, what should I do? Oh, so, man. All right. <clears throat> all right let me get ahead. on my reporter voice. Mm. Bengals played the Browns this weekend in an absolute bummer of a game. Joe Burrow struggled with the weight of his new contract. His anxiety kicked in, and he just couldn't score any goals. In the back of his mind, only one thing rang clear. Don't screw this up. So that's exactly what he did. He screwed up. Not his fault. Of course, the rain was partly to blame. The Bengals are not used to the Cleveland rain. The Browns had the benefit of the doubt, having played in that rain many times. Hand slipping, unable to handle the ball. It was an Mm. unfair advantage that the Browns had. Mix all of that in with the taunting of the Cleveland Browns fans echoing in the stadium. It was a recipe for disaster. Joe Burrow did all he could. When you're the highest paid player in the NFL, it's easy for that pressure on you no matter. It's easy to put that pressure on you that no other players feel. This is only the beginning and Bengals won't let week one weigh on the rest of the season. They'll come back stronger than ever for their first home game next Sunday. And they'll have a strong fleet of tailgaters to back them up. Yeah! Yeah! First of all, I'm oddly hyped by your sports report and just slightly concerned that you kind of bashed Joe Burrow a little bit in the first. Normally in sports reports, they don't throw in their personal opinions too much. Oh, that's so you gotta okay. Like, oh, he could have done better. He didn't oh, do very well. Like, I got to be neutral. Yeah, I got to be neutral. Well, listen, I love Joe Burrow and truly like my silly little opinion that doesn't matter because I don't know what's going on. Mm. I really can only imagine how it feels to have just signed that contract, know that you were the highest paid player in the NFL. Everyone's talking about it. This is your first game. You're playing, uh, from what I understand, the Browns are a crappy team. And then you Historically. lose. Like, I, I feel, I truly feel bad for him. Like, that. Wow. Uh, imagine, okay, let's say this, Jesse. Oh. You find you just signed a new contract for B105. Sure. And you find out, and it's all over the news, you are the highest paid radio personality in the United States. Oh. And then you do your first show after signing that contract. And Everyone's bomb. listening, and you press all the wrong buttons. You yeah. screw up the traffic. Mm, you yeah. stumble over your words. You've yeah, got yeah. bad grammar. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you keep mm-hmm. saying, me and Anna. Yeah. And, like, you're just screwing up, and yeah. it's... Mm-hmm. You know, how would you feel? That pressure would be on, right? Well, you know, like radio people are very judgmental of other radio people. So, yeah, I'd be like, great. Now they're going to be like, see, told you that guy wasn't worth it. And that's... Wasn't worth it. And what are we doing with the... Fo- so, don't... Haven't the Bengals kind of been terrible in the beginning of the season in the past... Yeah, they well, lost the first forever. two games last year. Oh, no. <laughs> when they lost yesterday, I was like, dang, that stinks. But 
you know, this is familiar territory. They lost last year and the year before. Like, we did not go undefeated these years. So that's important to say. But I'm an eternal optimist for the most part. Oh, so. I think, yeah, I think we'll come back. And I'm going to my first tailgate this weekend. Wh- I'll be hardcore. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. You've never <laughs> been to a tailgate? No. That blows my mind. I know, my dude. How have I? Whoa. You've been to a tailgate? Multiple tailgates. All right. I cannot believe that I have this on you. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. We have a jar here in the studio, the Truth Jar. It's a mason jar, and I glued some colorful beads onto it, and then we filled it up with all kinds of questions. So, and then we go in this Truth Jar each day, and we rotate it. Jesse answers a question, or I answer a question. So, Jesse, today is your turn. Okay. Uh, Here we go. What is an instant turnoff for you? I'm assuming we're referring to like a date. This could be anything. This could be well physical looks. This could be something okay. like a date. Well, okay. I meant like if it was like a first date, what would be an instant? This is a physical thing, my answer. Okay. Um, bad teeth. Mm. I went on a date with this girl a couple of years ago, and um, you could not tell from photos that uh, her, her grill was a little messed up. Her top row... Oh, boy. ...was... Um, all put together. We're good. Okay. What, what do we mean by put together? Uh, do they need to be straight? No, they, they were straight. And that's what you white. need. You need straight and white Not, teeth. I don't need perfection. Okay. I just but need pretty good. Mostly in order. Mostly in order. You know, if you got a little jagged something little here, snaggle, that I think that adds a little right. snaggle here and there, I think adds to character. I got okay. a little snaggle. Okay. All right. So anyways. <clears throat> but, so... The moment I met her, I was like, oh, the bottom. Oh, no. I go, okay. The very first thing I noticed was um, we got uh, multiple snaggles. Okay. We got things going in different directions. But the thing that I think really got me was the discoloration. And I'm like, oh, that looks like someone that drinks a lot of coffee and doesn't drink a lot of water. Just coffee stains. And yeah, I drink a You ton. drink a lot of coffee, and I, though. And- you notice I always drink water too at the exact same time yeah my stepmom worked for a dentist for many many years and she's like jesse no matter what you drink if it's pop if it's coffee if it's wine always uh drink water like immediately afterwards to keep your mouth rinsed out and it seems to work really well no yeah i do that too yeah anyway i i couldn't i couldn't get over it and it was fine like we had this date we chatted for a while and it was a very very good like conversation and i was like i'm just not attracted to that. You need a smile, a good smile. Do so you met this girl on an, a dating app? Yeah. In the pictures, was she just only showing the top row or did she have pictures where she didn't show any teeth? No, no, no. No, she smiled. Um and you just the lower lip covers most of uh your teeth. So if you're further if you're in like a group photo, it's really hard to tell. If you're not looking for it, you might not notice it. The top teeth are what you notice most of the time. Once you get up close and personal though. The moment I'm like, oh oops, something something's different here. I'm not I did not see this in the photos, but in person you see a lot more. And uh I was like, dang it. And you know, and she was really pretty like she's really pretty. Like she takes care of herself, works yeah. out like and it's just one of those where it's just like that apparently was yeah. High on the priority. Okay, you know what? The teeth, I'm not disagreeing with you. I like a good smile too. Teeth are fixable though. Uh, yeah. Teeth can be whitened and they can be straightened and they can even be completely replaced. 
if needed. If you get some uh, implants, mm-hmm. like they, all of that can happen. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend who dated a guy and his teeth weren't great. They, they had weird things on them. I don't know. They were very yellow. They had weird things on them. But she looked past that, dated him for his personality and everything else. And as they got more serious, she brought it up to him. Hey, I would like for you to get your teeth fixed. Yeah. Is that something that you feel like you could? <laughs> I don't think okay. I could. All right. I know. I'm just I being can honest. See it on your like, face. I need, it's okay. It's my I just don't think preference. I can. I, I need to be attracted to a person. And that yeah. is a thing that I have. That has to be in the deck of cards. Good teeth, decent teeth for yeah. me to be attracted to that person. If it's not there, I can't see past it. And then I, I could probably see past things that other people can't see past. Um, but that one isn't one of them. Okay. You know? Yeah. And then it gets to that point, like, how long is long enough before you bring up, like, I'd like you to get your teeth fixed. <laughs> Just and I'm a, not good at then holding you're on a jerk. to that. Like, like, then you I feel like I'm carrying around this secret, like, oh gosh, it's TikTok. I'm going to have to tell this for six months. <laughs> six months away. And then I'm, oh, I'm going to have this conversation. And what if they say no? I know. I'm like, oh, I know. no, it's all. Mm. I don't know that I could do it. <laughs> See, it's hard. <laughs> no, it is. Jesse, I use some of the football knowledge that you have taught me because ever since last season, you know, I'm back in Cincinnati. The Bengals are doing great. And I'm like, I want to become a football girl. I want to be a part of this. I want to watch the football games every Sunday and know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so last year, Jesse attempted to teach me some football and you know, it didn't go well. And this year, we're back on it. I went to a football watch party yesterday mm-hmm. and a touchdown. I hope I'm right on this. Is a touchdown six points? Yeah. And then is there two more points that can be added? There can be two more points. That can be added. It, 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 one or two more points. Most of the time it's one more point when they kick it through the uh, the field goal. That is what's called the extra point. But if they right. decide to like do another play and run it into the end zone a second time, that is two more points. So yeah, two more points can happen. Do you know if that happened during the game? No, because I was meal prepping and I had the TV on and I wasn't, at that point, I think I kind of, um, I kind of checked out a little bit. So I okay. don't know whether it happened. Well, I can't say for sure that it happened, but I will say that <laughs> while I was watching the game, I was also doing a lot of talking and other th- eating and drinking and a lot of other things. Um, but at one point I did check and see that the Browns had scored quite a bit of points and I did the math in my head. And I'm like, oh, I think they got a touchdown because there were six points. Um, and then like two, one or two more points happened after that. And I was like, was that the extra point that they were talking I consider about? Or was this that a win. Something else? I consider this <laughs> like, a win on the fact that you reckon six point, the fact you even got that part right. This is a step in the right and direction. And knew that there were one to two more points that you could mm-hmm. get on top of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Even if it didn't happen at all yep. during the game, mm-hmm. it's the fact that I knew. And I know for sure they got at least one touchdown, the Browns. And you saw that, you're like, six points. There we go. That's, that's going to be six points. That's, right that's a six pointer right there. Wished it was for the Bengals, but that, at least I knew what was going on. What was the question I asked you last week? How many points for a touchdown? And you said three. Yeah. <laughs> so you, okay. Maybe that's why it was stuck in my brain because yeah. we had just learned that. Yeah, yeah. That's where the phrase three downs and you're out came from, uh, I think. If so, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's it. It is 9-11. It's been 22 years since September uh, 11th, 2001. We had a meeting earlier today. Yeah, it was all the all the DJs. We have meetings on Monday anyway. It's you know we discuss stuff, but the topic came up was like, what are we going to talk about for nine eleven? Like, how what are we going to talk about? And it just led into this conversation 
uh, that I think always comes up. It's like, where were you on 9-11? And Anna, you're quite a bit younger than I am. Yeah. You were, in a com- you were in a completely different place than I was on September 11th. Yeah, and that's what we talked about in the meeting is how, depend- like, depending how old you were, you had a very different experience. Um, and I was in second grade. So what? I was like seven or eight years old. I remember I was in school and there was a moment where the teach my, my teacher was acting a little funny and she went out of the hallway and there were other teachers and they were all talking and you could tell that they were worried like something was wrong, but we were just, we were little kids. So we didn't know. And then it wasn't too much longer when the, our principal came on the speaker and made an announcement to the school. And I went to St. James uh, over in White Oak. It's a private school. And I remember our principal came on and he said, he, basically he said, you know, something really bad has happened and, you know, everyone is scared. And we just, we said a prayer because it was a Catholic school. And so he said a prayer over the announcements. And then because I was only in second grade, my teacher did not turn on the TV. We were too little to see that unless our parents wanted us to. Yeah. And my teacher just kind of, you know, was like, when you get home, you could talk to your parents about it. But, you know, something scary is happening in New York and that kind of a thing. Then when I went home, I do remember my parents, me asking them about it. Cause I, you could tell that the adults were scared. So knowing that the adults were scared, I went home wondering and my parents did let me watch the news with them a bit. And of course it was everywhere. So I saw it, but as a child, I didn't really understand. I knew I was scared, but I didn't really understand like the whole of it. Sadly, I was just old enough to completely understand. I was yeah. 18 in college, and uh, anyway, we were. My brother came back to our math class. My twin brother and I shared every college course because we were cheap and we wanted to pay the same books. Yeah, we shared books and everything. He yeah. goes, a plane hit a tower in New York City. And we're like, huh? And anyway, I remember leaving college and driving and looking up in the sky, and I've never seen the sky more clear because planes could not fly. Yeah. Nobody could fly. So there was no like jet trails or anything. It was just clear blue skies. I'm like, that's really strange. And I made it all the way home. And my mom, remember this is 2001. Yeah. She worked like 30 minutes away. And she's like, Jesse, can you grab that black and white, that tiny little like 10 inch TV? Can you bring it to my work with the rabbit ears and hook it up so we can see what's going on? There was internet, like you couldn't stream. Yeah. I don't think you could stream like TV on the internet at that point. So I had to bring a black and white TV, hook it up in her office so her coworkers could watch the news coverage. And then on the way back home, I remember like the line of cars out into the street to get gas. Like, why are people getting gas? Because there were these rumors going around that we're going to run out of gas and all of these things. Yeah, There's this vibe. It was like this fear of the unknown all day long. And I, at 18 years old, I didn't, it was scary. It was like this uneasy feeling all day, but I didn't really know what was going on. And then within a week, my mom pulls my brother and I aside, scared the crap out of us for sure. And she's like, you know, they're, she, she was scared. And she's like, you know, they're going to kick the draft back in. Yeah. And me and my brother and I were both like, well, we don't want to go to war. Like we're 18 years old. Like we, we want to be on the radio. Be the first. Yeah. And it was, it was That's scary. scary. And, that, and that did not happen. The draft did not. You know, sure, we didn't do that. No one knew. Nobody no one knew, knew anything what to at that it was point. Terrifying. But I, I pretty clearly remember that day, and I'm sure people that are older than I am, that are 30 years old at the time, like they have even stronger memories. But I was just old enough to know. It does make me want to go and talk to my parents 
who, yeah, at the time they had several kids in school. Like, I would love to talk to them now and ask them what was going through their mind as a couple, you know, they have a house, they have kids. Like, what were they thinking? Did it affect them at work? Um, I do remember being a kid before 9-11 going, my dad went out of town a lot for work and he, so he'd fly mm. and we would be, we would go with him all the way to the gate. We would wave out the window at the plane. Like we would watch my dad oh, wow. boarding the plane. Mm. And then I remember after that, that I remember my mom saying like, no, we can't do that anymore. And still me being young, I didn't understand why I didn't, nope. it, it was confusing. That all changed. Me. And I'd never flown before that. So my whole, my entire flying career has been after 9-11. After 9/11. So 9/11. I only know like TSA security, yeah. which uh, is, you know, as pesky as it is, it's like, I'm glad, I'm glad that they're checking these things. I'm glad I get pulled to the side every now and then. It's it, like, good. It, it feels, Check. yeah, it feels like a bit crazy to think that that once didn't exist. Yeah. You know? But it's been 22 years. So we thought we'd honor that by talking about uh, where both of us were back in 2001. And of course, that Alan Jackson song, Where Were You? He wrote that, I want to say days after 9-11, yeah. and he performed it, I think, on the CMA Awards. I don't remember which award show. And that was the first time we'd ever heard it. And I worked in radio at the time. We, like, like recorded the audio of the performance onto a tape or something and oh. played it on the air. That's where we got the song. Really? Did, he hadn't even recorded the studio version of it. We just kept playing the, the awards performance with the crowd cheering in the background. I mean, wow. yeah, that's how powerful of a song that was. Jesse, Friday night, what was up with you? You did a terrible job working the concession stand yeah. at Goshen High School for our Friday night bites. At one point, I look over and Jesse's just propped up against the cooler, hands, arms well, crossed. <laughs> I wasn't going to fight for responsibilities. Like, I was in there and they were like, Jesse, we'd like you to be a runner. And what a runner is, when the person at the cashier, there's a person at the cashier running the cash register, and they're the one taking the orders, and then the runner is the one that's standing there and goes, oh, they just ordered a hot dog, and they just ordered a Diet Pepsi, and then they run and go get it. Well, there was a runner already there, and she showed me what to do, but she never left. So then it's so tight in that concession stand that she'd go to run, and then I'd go to run, and then we bump into somebody with like a pretzel and cheese, and I'm like, this is going to be disastrous. Like, there's there's a lot of people in this concession stand. But that's how it works. It's To me, it kind of reminded me of working in the restaurant industry. And I still bartend occasionally, so maybe that's why I didn't have a problem with it. You just got to get in there. You, you know just got to jump in, and they're like, I need a hot dog. And then you just got to run over. I got hot dogs. And then you, know what? you got to call food. They're like, pretzel with cheese. I got, you know what? <laughs> I, I figured it out. It, much, much love and respect to everybody that worked at the Goshen High School concession stand. I don't think I'm cut out to be a concession stand worker. I don't think you I are was either. like, I was like, oh, too many cooks in the kitchen. It's hot in here. And I, I was hungry and I couldn't eat. And there were people and I was bumping into people. And as an introvert, I'm just like that that alarm of too many people, too many people, too many people. And I'm like, I'm just going to get out of the way. That's what I call organized chaos. Mm. And I th- and I thrive in organized chaos. Mm. I love that there's, we're all squished in here together and we're shouting over this person and mm. that person hurt me and he's got me covered and, and then I'm going to jump around this person. And I, I yeah. thought it was great. At one point, somebody ordered like a pretzel with cheese and I go to turn to say it. And then another girl that also heard it, she yells it at the same point. I'm like, 
Okay, just one of those. Like I'm like, oh, we're gonna have all some multiple pretzels coming up here. I'm like, I don't think. Cons-. But then when we got out of the concession stand, yeah. and then we were walking and talking to people and going up in the press box, I was like, all right, this is my element. Like I'm more comfortable. It's like open air. Like I just, I don't know. I felt more comfortable. I don't know. Then we got into the press box and you had mic issues. Yeah, that, uh, the know, microphone. It was working a, fine all night, and then all night. Jesse gets on to talk to say like, hey. We're Jesse and Anna for B105. Mm. And it just kept cutting out. Every other word. And then I get on. People to were say, laughing. People were cracking up. I was dying laughing. And then I get yeah. on the microphone Perfectly to say fine. my little thing, and it's fine. And like, was I just yelling <laughs> Jesse, too loud? Jesse had a rough night. I was like, it would have been like this. Here, I'm going to recreate it. Let me hear it. It, it, yeah. it was like this. What's up, Ocean? How's everything doing? Yes. It was exactly like that, cutting in and out. Ugh. Poor Jesse. But thank you. They were so hospitable. The principal, everybody welcomed us. They gave us Goshen Strong t-shirts and everything. And the Warriors won. And the Warriors won for homecoming. There's a new hashtag that's taking off. Girl hammers. And so it's a, like, I'm not saying that guys don't do this too, but they're saying maybe you are a girl who lives alone. You don't own a hammer. Mm-hmm. And so what do you use in place of that if you need one? So it could be a hairbrush. It could be a high heel. It could be a book, a water bottle. Yeah. There, I, I just looked it up on TikTok and there are so many examples of all of those things. I've been there. I've done that where I think I've used like a, like a heavy water bottle to try and pound a nail into the wall when I sure. wanted to hang something up. But I have my own hammer now. Do you? Yeah. I bought myself a little toolbox. Oh. This was This was a few years ago. I realized that I... You know how I have my phases of different activities I want to try. And mm-hmm. this was me trying to be my own. I can build my own furniture. I don't need a man. I can build stuff in my apartment. Call me Mrs. Fix-It. Mrs. Fix-It. So that was a phase I went through. And I got myself a hammer. And what I have instead done, uh, I've done is use that hammer for things that maybe a hammer shouldn't be used for. Like my chicken breast, when I wanted to like kind of pound it out because I was making a chicken piccata. Uh-huh. And you, you know how they have like a meat like yes, hammer? tenderizer? I don't have one of those. You so used I, a real hammer to so, tenderize your chicken? Yeah. I mean, it'll do it. And it did it. But you got to be careful because oh. that hammer, it's real heavy. So it got a couple holes in my chicken breast. Oh. Went a little too hard with it. I was like, I don't know. That's I don't think I can use the hashtag girl hammer. But what would, is that like me using a hammer for something that it shouldn't be used for? Um, I think you're being resourceful. I think that's okay. There we go. Oh, you're not doing anything I think that's too crazy. No. You don't think so? Do you have any? Um, I've thought about doing, using like things I have around the house in crazy ways before. Like I have a leaf blower. Yeah. I've used my leaf blower to clean snow off my truck, which, which works pretty well if it's not like heavy, wet snow. Because well, it's just like a snow blower, isn't it? It's wind blowing. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. What's the difference? Um, But where I've thought about doing this, I've never done this, is I, you know, there's a lot of dog hair in my truck. And I thought about opening all four doors of my truck taking everything out and then just using the leaf blower on one side and blowing it to go all the way through the truck to blow the dog hair out the other side. Wow. Do you think it's powerful enough for that? Yo, I, yeah. I've never whether it would work blower. well, whether the dog hair would come up. So it would definitely work, but I'd have, it would require work. Like I'd have to take all like any loose papers, anything out of my truck. It feels like that would be more effort than just vacuuming the truck. Yeah. Better yet? I haven't done it yet. Just pay someone to vacuum it. Oh my gosh. No, I just go to this car wash down the street, this little AAA car wash. It's like 20 bucks. 
They wash the outside and the inside. I got to sit inside. Don't yeah, but do you anything. have to have AAA. No, you to don't. use it. No, you don't. You don't? No. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Mm. I'm going to check it out. It's right down the street. All right. Right off of, uh, it's right at uh, Red Bank, right on the corner of Red Bank right there. Well, don't give away the hidden gem. No, I'm just, well, I, the world needs to know. Okay. Anna told me when she drove back from Muncie, Indiana over the weekend, two-hour drive, right? Yeah. You stopped three times to use the bathroom in two hours. I did. Were, not, yeah. Were you um, just chugging water or why was this happening? Yeah, you know, well, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get real honest here. Oh. I went to Muncie, Indiana because I had a wedding. So what do you think I was doing at that wedding? I was drinking. living it up. Mm. I was drinking. Yeah. I was partying it up. And so I had to wake up early Sunday morning and I was feeling a little rough. So on my drive home, I'm like, uh, I got to get to chugging on this water okay. so I can feel better. And then Fair. I'm a little sleepy, right? So then I have to drink it. Uh, one of my good old, uh, no, a Celsius. I'm obsessed with Celsius. these energy oh, okay. drinks. Mm -hmm. Celsius. More liquid. More liquid. So I'm chugging Celsius. I'm mm. chugging water bottles. Yeah. And I knew it was bound to happen, but I needed, it was either recover and pull over multiple times or feel badly and make it through the two what hour drive. Look I, at me. See, <laughs> knowing that I would have had to drive, I would have never wanted to be hungover in the first place. Well, I so, said that going into the wedding, yikes. but I just didn't follow through. So, um, so typically I'm not hungover, so I don't really have that factor, no, sure. but I have gotten really good over the years, because I drive to Iowa, and that's six hours, and I drive yeah. to Tennessee, and that's four hours. I've gotten really good at avoiding, stopping too much for that reason to go to the bathroom, and it's like, I've made this rule, like two hours before I leave, I don't drink any more water. Yeah, and then, then I take, no, I take a Yeti with me in my car, and I fill it almost all the way to the top with ice, so it's almost mostly ice, very little water. I just need to sip on water. And then I do have coffee and stuff, but yeah, like I'm not drinking nearly as much liquid as normal. Doesn't that just take away from the enjoyment of the drive? Like what else are you doing? You're listening to music. You know what takes away from the enjoyment? Stopping, <laughs> stopping and, and taking another 10 minutes every time I stop. That might be the difference. I look at a stop in a middle of nowhere town on the road, on your road trip, uh -huh. you know, and it's uh, some uh, sketchy gas station. I'm like, this is an adventure. No, you Who don't. Who will no, I you find? Don't. You don't even want to be in that small town. Be honest. <laughs> the sketchy gas station. You know, you probably think I'm too good for this. When's the last time somebody cleaned this bathroom? <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> One day you'll learn my ways. Uh, wow. <laughs> Don't no. look forward to it. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. My emotion this evening is one of surprise. I'm surprised that I brought a plus one to a wedding over the weekend. And while we were there, he ended up Picking up another girl at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my first question for you was, I mean, were you trying to, you know, get something like going with this guy with or not? Him. Or rekindle? Because this is a guy you dated in the past. Yes. You're like, no, I just needed a plus one and he's cool. Yeah. And, he's, and I still consider him a good friend. So I wasn't hurt by the fact that he picked up another girl. In fact, I almost encouraged it. And I kind of told him like, hey, I get credit for this if you guys work oh, out. So strange. But it did shock me that it happened. And my friends were also shocked. Yeah, I, I don't. Know what, it, I would not have found myself in that situation. <laughs> I don't think I would have not enjoyed that. I know. Uh, my emotion today is, um, I'm, I'm, 
attacked. I feel a little attacked. Oh. I'm on the defensive. Because my brother, my twin brother Joey, was on the phone earlier talking to you, and we were talking about our trip up to Cedar Point a couple of weeks ago. And somehow we got on the topic of me getting, um, I don't know, a little uh, hangry. Yeah. Well, Ancy, yeah. listen, this is what he said on this phone call. Yeah, he's so whiny, too. Yeah. They were sitting there trying to enjoy, like, a flight of, like, uh, daiquiris or frozen or whatever, just trying to relax in the AC. He's like, hey, we need to be back out. Need to be back out riding by three. And I go, <laughs> I'm chill. Like, I'm on a one-day vacation. We're overlooking Lake Erie. Can you slow your roll? He's like, I'm just saying, we've been in here for a long time. You know, we spent a lot. Like, we need to get it back out there, you know, top thrill or whatever. And I'm like, I'm, that really annoyed me. So, yeah, uh, I got a little attacked. And I, I told her, I was like, we spent between two of us 500 bucks to be there one day. I was like, let's take advantage of this. I'm all about, like, chilling out every now and then. But he was like, let's chill Let's chill and then chill some more. I'm on your brother's side for this oh. one. Uh, you paid the money, but that's part of enjoying the trip. That's part of getting your money's worth. Having a daiquiri, sitting know, down for a I bit know. with your brother. I need to loosen up a little bit. You t- Wow, you said it. <laughs> I'm changing my emotion to shock. I never Joy. thought I'd hear you say that. I Say that one more time. I need to loosen up a little bit. Wow. <laughs> That is, imp- I okay. I know my shortcomings. I know my shortcomings. I do. Um, You're tight. Yeah. You're real uptight. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got it. <laughs> so tight. All right, okay. I got it. I'm thankful that your twin brother right. called you out for this. Because if Good. I would have said it first, you would have been like, no, I'm not. I just, I know what I, I want. Know. And then not. I get defended. I like to be this high pitched voice like yeah, this. All right, we need to end this before this good feeling goes away. <laughs> hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.